0: Good morning, it's good to see you. Let's practice. (laughs) Downward dog. Open your eyes and uh, set your feet up so they're hip width distance. And put your feet on 12 o'clock, which is straightforward. Your feet are parallel to one another. Take a peek at your hands. And bring your hands about three or four inches forward towards the front edge of your mat. Very good. Now fan your fingers across your mat. Uh, Maybe even broaden the space between your hands a little bit. So uh, I like to let my baby finger and ring finger hang off the mat. Dial into the index and middle finger mounds. Push them into the floor. Bend your knees a little bit. Go ahead, bend your knees, relax your neck. Open your eyes. Don't let your eyes close. Seal your lips and begin to generate the flow of your breath. In through your nose and out through your nose. If you can't breathe through your nose, breathe through your mouth. Things will shift. I promise. Child's pose. Separate your knees about two feet apart. Sit back on your heels. Real heavy on your heels. Drop your head to the mat and just naturally extend your arms out in front of you. You can roll your head from side to side a little bit. Locate the center of your forehead. And perhaps walk your arms out even more. Use your fingers and make your arms longer. Take a couple conscious breaths in through your nose, out through your nose. Tabletop. Through your nose, breathe in. Roll over your toes, Downward Dog. Okay, recreate your foundation. Bring your feet back one inch, just one inch. Let's just create space for something new. Bring your hands forward one inch. It's just like that. We'll contract right back into the old self. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the left. So three-legged dog, could look like uh, your bottom knee on the floor. Just be masterful with your foundation. If your eyes are open and your breath is flowing, you will be a master contractor, a master builder. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Keep your shoulders squared to the front of your mat. And can you stack your left hip on top of your right hip? Spread your 10 toes. Relax your neck. Push your mat away from you. Very good, walk forward. Separate your feet, hip width. Ragdoll, grab under your elbows. Maybe just have your spider fingers on the floor. It's great if you have some blocks, you can put a block under each hand. Sometimes uh, ragdoll can be severe. And you don't want that. And if you don't have blocks, maybe you just rest your forearms on your thigh bones for a little bit. And then you ease, bend your knees some more. It's good to get your hands on the floor as a adaptation. And then as the hamstrings wake up and the brain wakes up more than it is when you stepped on your mat, Right, the brain waking up just by turning upside down. Then you can grab your elbows. Just hang out a little while. It's one of the key health secrets in asana, physical yoga practice. Turn upside down. Good way to begin the practice, huh? Lift your 10 toes off the mat. Spread them out and drop them back to the earth. And just be mindful your feet are at least at least hip width distance. There you go, relax your neck. Notice how much tension just hides out in the neck and uh, without intention, we'll hold on to that tension in the neck. Let it dissolve. Come to center and just be still, be still. Through your nose, take a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Bring your hands to the ground. Walk your feet together. Root your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Fan your fingers apart. You can lift your vision up. Just don't ever strain your neck. Bring your hands to your heart center. Press your thumb knuckles into your sternum. See if you can feel OM resound through your bones. One OM. Reach your arms above you, breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Flat back, high plank. Yeah, just take care of yourself, adapt. You already made it to your mat. There's nothing to do, just to listen and to adapt so you're not forcing your body. Lift your chin away from your chest, breathe in. Come forward and halfway down, low plank, upward dog. Downward dog, gaze at one point in between your feet. You can choose your mat, Maybe where the mat meets the floor. That's a good drishti point or the wall, but be specific. Without specificity and clarity, there's no drishti. It's much more than beholding a point with your eyes. It's much more than that. That's just the physical practice of drishti. Choose a point and then to see it. And that's going to be a moment-to-moment practice because you'll go off into a trance just like that. Breathe in. Empty out. Be masterful, pushing the air out of your lungs. Pull your belly to your spine. Bend your knees. Look forward. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Gaze to one point. Bow forward. Gaze up towards your navel. Sweep up. Choose a point above you. See it? Bend your knees. Bow forward. Look where you're going. Stay conscious. Flat back. Real clear right here. High to low plank. Clear on the journey, upward dog. Straight forward with your eyes, no tension around the brow. Down dog, seal your lips. Now you don't want to hold your mouth tight, just the lips touch, the teeth don't touch, your tongue's relaxed, the throat, the artistry of narrowing the aperture of the throat, you want to make it like a wind tunnel from your two nostrils, right down the windpipe, the wind tunnel into the base of your lungs. Breathe in, pull it in. Empty out, be massful, no air, no rush. Look forward, walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up, forward bend. Sweep up, hold your in breath at the top of the mountain. Bend your knees, bow forward. Now hold your breath, hold it, out. Halfway up, fill up to capacity. Low plank. and low plank, you want to empty your lungs. Up dog, fill up. No rush. Expand through the upper body. Down dog. Gaze and breath. The threads that weave the tapestry of your spiritual coat. Breathe in. Empty out. Jump to your hands. Get your leap on. Halfway up. Forward bend. Utkatasana, crouch low. Good strength building for the legs. And you want to tilt your pelvis in a dog tilt. So stick your bum out. And if that hurts your lower back, then lift the front of your pelvis up. But feel the mobility of the pelvis. Now bring in that air. Fan your fingers apart. Breathe in. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot to your right hand. Drop your back heel to the mat. Stand up. Be intentional, placing your feet so you're stable. Spread your toes across your mat. Fend your fingers apart. Now keep your gaze straight forward. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Tighten up your back quadricep muscles. Breathe in. Breathe out. Pull your back thigh muscles into the bone. Huge breath in. Lengthen your spine. Lift your vision upward. Bring your hands to the mat. Low plank. Look where you're going. Upward dog. See a point straight forward. Downward dog. Warrior one. Left leg forward. Look where you place your feet. Stand up, take your arms to the sky. Now, your hips and your shoulders, they're like headlights on a car. You want them going straight forward. Right hip and lung forward. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Empty out. This is it. Fill your lungs. Expand out from the inside. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Ah, the healing magic of vinyasa. You don't do it. You don't learn about it. It finds you when you serve the body that's on your mat. So a wholehearted commitment to take care of the body that's on your mat. You've done such great work by showing up. I got your back, you got your front, breathe in, empty out, I'm sure everyone else has got your back too, walk or jump forward, at least on the stream, halfway up, forward bend, chair, fold forward, halfway up, low plank, up dog. Down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. There's no rush. Place your feet with mindfulness. Fan your fingers apart. Get some altitude. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, aren't you so happy you practice yoga? Even if it's for today, I would be. I'm happy you're practicing. I'm happy I'm teaching. Most powerful place in the world for me, on my mat or helping other people find their bodies on their mat. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Forward bend flat back, Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward, low plank, keep your eyes clear, up dog, down dog, warrior one, left leg forward, the in-breath will carry you upward, press downward to go up, low plank, up dog, Down dog, breathe in, empty out, jump to your hands, inhale, exhale, chair, forward bend, flat back, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. You're doing great. Keep moving. Of course, you're going to encounter resistance. Low plank. You just got to keep moving. You got to push it a little bit. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior, left leg forward. Pushing yourself a little bit. Different than forcing it. Low plank. Effort, but with ease. Up dog. Down dog. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip over. Yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world to give yourself a push. Not over the edge. Just up to the edge where you're still conscious, you're in your senses, you're ready now for anything. You have that stability, that emotional IQ. It's from playing your edge physically. High plank, bring your feet together, spin your heels to the right, take your left arm to the sky. Now to play your edge might mean you having to bring your bottom knee to the floor. Yeah, cut yourself down to right size. If you're not breathing, you're just, it's a sham. Your yoga practice is a sham. Just trying to look good or not look bad, one of those. Low plank, up dog, down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Giving up a lot of learned behavior. We call yoga unlearning. Prayer twist to the right. Unlearning busyness by developing fortitude with the feet. So put your feet on 12 o'clock, that's straightforward. And give yourself a little room between your feet, right to left, so it's not like you're balancing on a tightrope. You can straighten your arms. And if you do straighten your arms, perhaps putting your hand on the inside of the front foot on a block, just no strain. Five, there's a struggle. Four, just to breathe in and breathe out. Let that be enough. Three, two, Warrior two, windmill up, line up your heels, extended side angle, half bind. Now you can look around. Asana is like a game of connect the dots. Stack your shoulders over your pelvis and your pelvis over your ankles. You Stack your joints on a vertical plane. Five, give your front knee a nudge over your front baby toe. Four, Good. Now lift the front of your pelvis up. Make your tailbone descend towards the mat. Three. Move your shoulder blades to the midline of your body. Pull in. Two. Chaturanga. Getting some good work done. Up dog. Down dog. All the other work in our life flourishes because this foundation, our relationship with our body, is sound. Bring your feet together. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip over. The edge is a moving target. So a master archer has aim. One point. In the middle of chaos, they can see their north star. They remember. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. Okay, clarity is kindness. Your aim is to breathe right now. So sometimes you're breathing, yeah? And you could actually increase the intensity. That's all intuitive. When you're in the now, you'll know how. Low plank, awesome. Up dog. (laughs) Down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Get some sensitivity on the bottoms of your toes, your toe pads. And you don't want your toe knuckles to get all uh, crunched up and strained. I like trying to lift the toe pads off the mat. Five. Every time you breathe in, lengthen your spine. Four. When you breathe out, rotate through your intestines, through your stomach. Three. Chin to your chest slightly. Two, keep rotating. Warrior two, extended side angle. Now, your aim is balance, half bind. Well, balance, control, and surrender. This is how you enlighten a pose, this is how you know if a pose is healthy it's getting lighter and lighter. You wanna balance your relationship with gravity. This is why you stack your joint systems. Five, and you just work the breath. Or let me say, you let the breath work you. Four, think less and be more. Three, keep your gaze clear, no haze, real clear. Two, chaturanga, doing great. Up dog, down dog. Mm. Walk your hands to your feet. Leap frogs. So ground your hands in your mat. Zipper up your arms. And then you're gonna bend your knees and try to jump up. Stack your hips above your shoulders. Go ahead, give it a shot. Do two more. Keep the inner edge of your feet together. That's good, chip. That's good. All right, come to the front of your mat. Utkatasana. Get a little cosmic charge there. Prayer twist to the right. Okay, seal out the combustion chamber. Set your eyes on your feet and create your feet as awake. Just the intention to wake your feet up and looking at your feet, embodying your feet from the inside out. Get the blood flow into the toes. Spread your toes across your mat. Now move your shin bones back. You can straighten your arms. <clears throat> Definitely, if you straighten your arms and your bottom hand doesn't reach the floor, put a block underneath your bottom hand. Or just keep your hands in a prayer. Get longer through your spine. Lift your torso off the front of your thighs. Keep spinning. Good. Bring your hands to the floor. Separate your feet hip width. Grab your big toes with your index and your middle fingers. Shrug your shoulders down your back. Breathe in. Bow forward. It's good to get your hands on your body. This is like one of my yoga teacher's first lessons, is to get your hands, to give yourself a massage. And you're learning to give yourself a massage from, okay, the outside in by grabbing your toes and being intentional the way you grip your toes. And the same way you push your fingers down into your mat with the strength of your big toes. But you're massaging the whole inner body with in-breaths and out-breaths, expanding and contracting. The movement and the magic of vinyasa. Let go of your toes. Crow. You're in flight. It's mind. It's mindfulness. That's flight. It's being a yes. Five. Even if you crash. You learn how to crash. Four. Three. Two. Chaturanga. You get there. Up dog. Down dog. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up, forward bend. Chair, prayer twist to the left. You got to be okay with nothing happening, you know, with the work. You don't be here for results. Be here for the sake of being able to practice. Just to be able to sit and um, unearth whatever is festering in your vital organs and in your heart and in your brain, thank goodness that you're in your heat seat right now. About five more counts. Let the heat build. Let the resistance be there. You just take a breath in and a breath out. And then you put that on repeat. Lift off your thigh bones. Keep spinning. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet. Hip width. Gorilla. Walk onto your hands. Bring your chest to your thighs. Be true to you. Integrate. Have integrity. Chest to thighs, lengthen your spine, breathe in. And lean in, pull the crown of your head towards the floor. There's a cool synergy, a cool dynamism in this pose. You want to try to pull your hands out from underneath your feet, but at the same time, don't let your hands come out. Lean forward and straighten your legs. And then bonus will be spreading your sitting bones apart. And double bonus will be making your legs shake a little bit. Triple bonus would be kind of almost falling out of the pose. You play your edge and you tilt your weight forward so much you almost fall out. Okay, lean back. Crow. Five. You just be gritty. Sometimes you just have to work with your feet on a block. Sometimes you take one foot off the block. Four. Sometimes you take both feet off the block and you just collapse. Two. Shoot back, chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Jump to your hands. Halfway up, bow forward, sweep up, eagle, bend your knees, swing your right leg over your left leg, right arm under your left arm. And then other days, you try something, and then you surprise yourself. Five, you keep your gaze straight forward. Four, three, two. Sweep up, eagle. Bend your knees, swing your left leg over your right leg, left arm under your right arm. The attitude of yes is born from your gaze. Five, just have your energy streaming. Four, from the core through the limbs into the extremities. Three, to the senses. Two, sweep up, eagle. Flow. Five, don't think, just let your body move. Four, get out of the way. Three, Clear space with clear gaze. Two, sweep up. Go, eagle. Five, the majestic eagle. Four, the majesty of samadhi. Three, seeing clearly right now. Two, sweep up. Anjali, gather your hands at your heart center. Make your feet touch. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up. Make it square. Bring your right hand to your knee and your left hand to your hip and stay here or straighten your upper leg in front of you. One, two, three, four. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. One, keep your brain neutral. Two, don't let the brain tilt to the right or the left. Three, four. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Airplane. Streaming like the jet stream. Hear it rumbling at the throat. Sound of the jet. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. Prana is fuel. Universal fuel. Keep your gaze steady and you can capture it. And then reflect it. Stay here or bend your upper knee. Half bow. Five. Ground the big toe mound to the bottom foot into the earth. Four. Rebound up the bottom leg. Trigger through the pelvis. Three. Now belly up. Look up. Kick more. Two. Ragdoll. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Thank goodness for power yoga. Balance on your right leg. Utita hasta Learning how to stand in the middle of all this without reactivity. Being bold, calm, assertive, clear, and above all, kind, open hearted, unguarded, transparent. Open it up. Gaze to the right. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms high. Catch the in-breath. Airplane. You feel the the ride of the exhalation, the ride of the inhalation. Feel how the in-breath propels you forward and up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. And be a process. So there's revelation. You see the unlearning of rushing reveals something, a quality of shine. Stay here, a half bow, just to relax. Yeah, bend your upper knee, it's okay if you fall out, that's par for the course, for expressing yourself. Five, four, look up, look up, make the journey. Three, to the sky, look to the sky, two, <laughs> yeah, ragdoll. doll. Good work, bring your hands to the floor. <clears throat> Walk your feet together, stand up, take your arms above you, breathe in, bring your hands to your heart center. Natarajasan. Lift your left arm up to the sky, right arm down. Spin your right palm open, <clears throat> bend your right knee, grab your right ankle, aim, and a slow progression. Kick your upper shin back slow and lean forward. Go up. Five. Four, kick your upper shin back. Three, collarbones up. Two, bring your upper foot to your mat. Lift your right arm up, left arm down. Bend your left knee, ankle, or shin. Oh no, bend your left knee and grab your left ankle or shin. And go. Five, you kind of want to keep your hips square to the front of your mat. Four, it's a back bend. Three, Two, bring your upper foot to the mat. Left arm up, right arm down. Or use your strap. Strap is a good way to um, really encode or program square hips into the pose. And you can open up into warrior two hips, right? And like just um, kind of go into a Shakti pose. But you're intentional about that. It's not happening by default. Everything is intentional. Every micro-movement. Every bone, every muscle, is placed intentionally and is vibrating intentionally. Feel the vibration of Om. You want to get Ujjay breath. Five, yeah, at ease. Four, effort and ease. Three, this is the dance. Control and surrender. Kick your upper shin back. Lean forward. Go up. Oh, bring your upper foot to the mat. Right arm up, left arm down, or strap up the left ankle. Okay, aim. Connect to the four corners of the feet. Floor, context for the bottom foot. Okay, start there. And maybe the bottom knee bends a little bit. Yeah, just like the upper knee, right? They're both bent a little. That's how you start off. You bring a little water to the earth so it's shapeable. moldable the foundation now bring in the air the air is going to make you light and soften the heart nothing softer than air five four keep building fire tighten up your quadriceps kick more three lean forward go up create new space two bring her upper foot to the mat tree balance on your left leg and make your upper foot snuggle into the upper thigh muscle. Maybe, maybe do some exploration around the femoral artery. It's in there, in the inner thigh. You press in and maybe cut some blood flow off through there. It's good to do that if you're intentional. And creating tension and then releasing. Lift your arms to the sky. Give your upper foot some pushback. Push your upper thigh bone, your left thigh bone into your upper foot. Tighten up your tricep muscles, almost like you're doing a handstand. It's a good way to train. Tighten up, pull in, now press down and gain an inch of altitude. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Tree. I love the feeling on my, the, the bottom, the sole of the upper foot. I mean, when do you put your feet on bodies, the bottom of your feet on other bodies? Put them on your body. It feels good. Get some warmth on the bottom of the upper foot. Lift your arms to the sky. Make your palms face each other, and it's good. Roll the baby fingers in towards each other a little bit, like like that. It'll set your shoulders down your back. The tips of the shoulder blades go down your back a little more effectively a little more effectively, yeah, breathe in, bring your hands to your heart center, bring your upper foot to the floor, come to the front of your mat if you're not there, reach your arms to the sky, bow forward, halfway up, low plank, up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward, it's kind of getting your second wind right now, or your third wind, Warrior two, maybe you didn't even get your first wind yet. It's okay. Straighten your legs, triangle. Maybe you're just getting dragged through your practice. Just know that that's part of practice, getting dragged through practice. You know, those are really it's part of the foundation of learning how to um, grow, is learning how to come apart and working with what you got, what's right here, right now. Five counts. Spread your toes across your mat. Wake up the bottoms of your feet. Wake up your palms, fan your fingers apart. Breathe out, stand up, face left. And pigeon toe the feet, lift your arms above you. Drop your right arm by your side, bind your shoulders, make your hands connect at your upper back. This is a good time to use a strap. Press your feet in the floor, breathe in, bow forward. Relax your neck, open your eyes. And be be intentional with the placement of your feet. Like I'm looking at some of your feet right now, and um, it's not even like high definition, and I can tell that your feet can can have more intention. Some of you can point your toes in even more to the midline of your body. Try that, some of you. Go ahead. If I heard my teacher say some of you, I'd be like, he's talking to me. Breathe in. Empty out. (laughs) Stand up. Pyramid, face front. Bow over your front leg. Does your baby toe have a life of its own, or is it stuck to the fourth toe? Is the fourth toe cramp in the baby toe style? And then check out the middle toe. Create some individuality through the toes. That's it. Part of something much bigger. But if you can get some space between your toes, they're miracle workers. Twisting triangle. Five, you can bend your front knee a little bit. Square your pelvis to your mat. Four, good, work up through the legs, through the pelvis, three, lengthen your spine. Now get some lift, keep turning, two, low plank. Up dog, down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Warrior two, straighten your legs. Add some space, will you? Between your feet front to back. Triangle. That's good, Kaylee. There you go. Like be right at the edge where you almost tip over. And then this amazing awakening is possible for the groin. Pin the inner edge of the front foot in the mat. Do you see how that's getting light? Now take your right hip back. Pull your belly to your spine. Make your arms longer, hands brighter. Breathe out. Stand up, face right, horse, make your toes go out and your heels in. So you're going 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock with the feet. You could go to 11 and 1 o'clock. What you want to do is look down at the center of the feet, like the line where the third toe is, the midline of the feet, and bring the the knees, the center line of the knee, in the same line of the center line as the feet. Okay, bend your knees so your thigh bones are parallel to the mat. You can take any mudra you want. Just be mindful that your butt's not sticking out and your chest is not dropping forward. Open the pelvis. That's good, Weissen. Lift the front of your pelvis up. But Weissen, get your thigh bones parallel to the mat. You might have to separate your feet wider. Good. Now try to rip your mat with your feet and activate Udyana Bandha. Activate Jalandhara Bandha. Chin down towards your chest slightly and lift the crown of your head to the sky. 30 seconds. Stay with it. Make your, your vertebrae like gold coins stacked up. Be intentional. Yeah, obviously, you're going to, well, not obviously, but um, honor the natural curves of the spine. Yeah. Steady, 15 seconds. Bring in more air, pump air. Make it ridiculous the amount of air you pull in. Yeah, like if people are in your house here and you breathe right now, they'd be like, whoa, something's happening over there. Listen carefully. Don't snap release out of this. Point your toes forward. Straighten your legs. Lift your arms to the sky. Drop your left arm by your side. You did great work. Make your hands connect at your upper back. It's over now. Give it up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Let it go. Let it go. No drama over it. It's over. Get interested in your feet. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles down. It's a big day for your feet when you see the inner arch of your feet lift up, when the domes of the feet lift up. Bring your pelvis forward. Breathe out. Press your feet in your mat. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. So a good way to adapt into this so you get an awesome hamstring stretch in the front leg is to toe heel your front foot forward or step your back foot up. Super intentional with the feet. A master of placement and of toe lengthening. Toe lengthening. Spine lengthening. Twisting triangle. You're ready. Five. And maybe you just keep your left hand at your hip. Square your pelvis to the mat. Four. Three. Tilt your pelvis back. Collarbones forward. Two. Low plank. Looks good KJ. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Chippy. This is for you Chippy. Cross your right ankle over your left ankle. Low plank. High plank. Low plank. High plank. Switch feet. Low plank. High plank, low plank, high plank, low, high. Okay. And then lower down with your feet neutral. Four, three, two, one. Does that make you mad when I do push-ups like that? You're like, oh, here he goes. (laughs) It doesn't? It doesn't? Okay, good. Some of you it does. I know it does. Some of you are like, hmm doesn't bother me. Some of you love it. They're like, yes, he's doing push-ups. Yeah, I love, I love push-ups. Flip your head to the other side. Sit-ups, pull-ups. This practice just makes you awake to how much potential the body actually has. Bring your forehead or chin to the mat. And we don't how we don't access uh, its physicalness, the physical body, until we start practicing and we make it like our Vitamin, a vitamin. Lace your fingers at your lower back. Locust. Oh, Pull in. Make your shoulder blades touch each other. On your out-breath, on your in-breath, press down and come on up. Can you make your legs longer? You can kind of shimmy around on your belly. Sometimes your skin or the, the muscles and the fascia kind of get stuck. Aim to ground your pubic bones into the mat. Lift your thigh bones up. Four. Lift your collarbones up. Three, integrate your shoulders more. Pull in. Two, come down. Bow, bend your knees, grab your ankles, grab your feet, grab your shins. Make a choice where your hands land. Okay, pull your thigh bones to center. On your in-breath, press your shins back. And at the moment you press your shins back, you just feel resistance and tightness. Good. Something's being revealed, a block. Now bring in the heat of tapasya, which means you're just going to stay in the pose. That's tapasya practice. A yes to stay in the pose and a yes to breathe in or breathe out. Five counts. Flex your feet and push your shins back. Give it the old college try. Shins back. Four, three, two, one. Come down. Okay. Bow. Bow. See, this is one of those poses that's just like, you might just, you get the deep front line of the body tight. Go ahead, shins back. Really tough to breathe. The lungs are being compressed. But you keep practicing. You keep practicing little by little. Little tiny pockets of space open up. Five. And they open up when you want to come out of the pose and you breathe anyway. Four. Three. It might not be that pleasurable, but you do it. Two come back to the mat. Up dog. down dog. Bend your knees, lift your sitting bones up. free up your lower back. Okay camel. Stand up on your knees and flow. Five. Army, bring your thigh bones in a little closer. Four. Three, two, down dog. Buckleys, you can bring your thigh bones in a little closer too. The knees in a little better. There you go, yeah. Camel. This is the cool thing about community. See, this is the cool, if if I'm in class and I hear somebody get a verbal cue, well, that's the only way I would hear it if there was a verbal cue. I would check in on myself. 5 4 3 press your hips forward push your spine up to your chest you could use your shoulder blades push it up there push your spine up there down dog bridge you can jump through the space between your hands if you want to okay lay in your back press your feet in your mat Lift your hips off the floor. Lace your fingers at your lower back. You're doing great. Let's, let's um, get through igniting, right, with excellence. Igniting is just the sequence of backbending, right? We do 11 sequences in Baptist yoga. Igniting is backbending. Five. Pull your thigh bones into center. This is the one thing in igniting that you want to be accountable for, is your thigh bones not drifting apart. Three, can you relax your glutes? Make them soft. Two, <laughs> bring your bum to the mat. Wheel, reset your feet like you're doing bridge. But you're going to level up now and take wheel. Put your hands on the mat outside your shoulders. Make your fingertips face the direction your toes are pointing. Maybe uh, just like in the first down dog, we, I brought in my hands, and made the baby finger and ring finger hang off the mat. You can do that. Ready? Press down and come up. Five. So when you're in wheel, you can recreate the foundation. Four, walk your feet forward or back. Three, maybe closer into one another. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to the mat. Wheel. Recreate your foundation. Give yourself a little push. Ready? Press down and come up. Every time I practice my igniting sequence, every every day I practice, I have to push myself. There's that muscle that kind of pushes myself out of the comfort zone. Five, four, three, two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Allie, looking bright over there, Allie. (laughs) Reset your hands and your feet. Wheel. Press down, come on up. Yeah, to ignite the light that's in the core, that's in the heart, that gets blocked. Five, just open up the lines of communication. Four, through the arms and the legs. Three, hands and feet. Press down and go up. Come on down. All right. Two more. Ready? Now you... If you didn't know, now you know. Ready, set, go. You can stay up for both of them. Five, four, three, two. Okay, stay up or come down. All right, Jody, let's do it. Ready, set, you got it. Press down and come on up. All you, come on young Olson. Come on, young Olson. Yeah, you go. That's it, Mary Dean. Stay with it. Stay with it. Ten. You can do anything. You just keep your eyes steady, your brain relaxed, heart open, committed. Five, four, three, two, one. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Awesome. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Knees out. Now rest. Nothing. No deeper rest and the rest brought on by good intentional work. Straighten your legs, take your arms back. Uh, Spread your toes, spread your fingers. If you're really lengthening your legs and your arms, you're spreading your toes and your fingers. Your legs don't stop at your ankles. There's really no legs. There's no feet. There's just energy. This is the beauty of vinyasa, is that we're using form to go beyond form. So we live our our lives more energetically than how things look. Pull your knees in your body. Rock from side to side in one direction, knees in the other direction. You just become more and more sensitive. Sometimes we can get too sensitive. You know, I'm like that. I can get really sensitive. I could call myself too sensitive. I'm working on, uh, I wouldn't call it toughening up either. Dead bug. Uh, Vulnerability. So it's just vulnerability. Opening up and not being Guarded. That's all. I think this is probably one of my most um, powerful teachings and lessons that I've discovered for myself just in the past eight months is how can I um, assert myself but stay vulnerable and open to possibility? How can I take a stand and not be messable with, not be a pushover at all, actually be a streaming light, but at the same time, um, open to what else is possible? Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs up to the sky. Lace your fingers at the back of your head and get some air underneath your shoulder blades. You're going to get some height. Lift up, lift up. Now tighten up your legs. Breathe in. Exhale, go up. One. Two, three, four, five. Go at your own pace. You can maybe speed up a little bit or slow down. That's your call. Be mindful that your shoulder blades are not touching the floor on the descent. Otherwise, you lose the integrity of the core. About 20 counts. Stay with it. Broaden the space between your elbows. Get a little daylight underneath your chin so your chin's not on your chest. Okay, keep your legs where they are, sit on your forearms or take your arms by your side. Firm up your legs, go really tight. So your legs, the, the knees don't bend. Lower your left leg one third towards your mat. So your legs are almost scissors, right? Just one third, just one third, the left leg. You're just one third. Okay, now keep your left leg where it is and lower your right leg one third. So both legs are one third down. Okay, firm up your right leg more. Lower your left leg one third. So your left leg's now two-thirds down, okay? Right leg, lower it down two-thirds. Separate your heels a little bit and lower your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up to the sky. Pull your knees in your chest. Bicycle. Lace your fingers at the back of your head And excellent bilateral movement. Place your legs in space with care. And at the same time, flow. You want to move and be free. And at the same time, keep the integrity to the center line. About 10 counts. Good. Sit on your forearms. Legs up. Drop your legs 30% towards the mat. 60% down two inches from the floor. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat and move your legs right to left, but do it from your core strength. Tom, legs together, yeah, pull the legs together. Okay, come to center, legs up, we'll do one more round. Legs down 30%, 60%, head and shoulder blades up. Legs down two inches from the floor, cross over, right, left ankle, cross over, five. Make your legs long though, long, four. Stay with it, three. Keep crossing, Gia, back and forth. Two. That's it. Bring your legs to center. Legs up. Pull your knees into the mid, into the body, and twist. Knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. Close your eyes. Awesome time in the practice, huh? A lot of the. Yang work, you know, yin and yang, the fire, stiata work. I wouldn't say stiata, but the the fire work, the earth work is complete. Now we're just going to start cooling down, shifting the chemistry of the body so it's more calming. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. There's nothing better on this planet for meditation than asana. And power yoga, baptist power yoga, let's be clear. For asana, for the modern mind body, no system, the 11 sequences, the 53 poses, I mean, done in the heat is ridiculous, but even at home alone, no heat, perfect, still works great. I wouldn't have known that without the pandemic because I never did Baptiste Yoga without the heat. And I love the heat, but I got used to it now, doing it in 75 degree heat. But what a seat it creates for meditation. Asana, Baptiste Power Yoga Vinyasana, Vinyasa, Asana. Come back to center, pull your knees in your body. Grab behind your thighs with your feet flexed, rock and roll three or four times. Get some momentum and vinyasa, down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. So do the work of building The foundation with intention a good measure is your front thigh bone is parallel to the right side of your mat the front the front knee can be at any angle that feels good you definitely don't want um, a unhealthy discomfort in the hips or the knees so you could lay on your back and do this if you want to and put a block underneath your head but uh relax the whole upper body the whole of the upper body down towards the earth. Extend your arms out in front of you, close your eyes. It's good to have the forehead center on the block or the mat, the forehead tenses up a lot and um, the face crunches up too. And it's a good signal to send to the brain to relax the face and brow. We wanna train our brain. This is what meditation is, training our brain You can just look in science. You can look at, um, you know, brain studies of people who are meditating and the frontal cortex lights up as opposed to the limbic brain when we're um, in fight or flight or we're just thinking. We want to take our attention, our thoughts, and it can happen. It really can happen. You're not going to stop thoughts with your will, but thoughts will stop if you're willing to pay attention to listening. You really can't do two things effectively at the same time. This is what yoga is saying is that you're split, you're divided, you're going in two directions at the same time. Put all of your attention in listening. You're either lost in thought and being a yes for lost in thought, or putting your attention on listening, disrupting being lost in thought. About 10 counts. It's huge when you see yourself lost in thought, and then you take your next inhalation or your next exhalation. Can you see that you hold your breath? If you keep the breath flowing... It's like running water does not stagnate. This is the experience of vinyasa, this is the body being breathed. Asana is a great assist. And you have to keep practicing. And the more you practice, the more space will be revealed in the body. Like literal space. So new energy moves through. Breathe in. Empty out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge a left leg forward. Yeah, the whole practice is just to get into the next pose without delaying. So you, you begin to see the transitions of poses And then the transition from the in-breath to the out-breath. Sometimes we just hold on the in-breath. I mean, this is, this is shown in physiology, that there's residual air in the base of the lungs. So we have a practice in yoga, an ujjayi breath, called echo, exhalation. Once you breathe out, you can breathe out again and get that excess air out. You can just do that once or so. Maybe you don't want to do that, that's okay. Just you have some tools to work with. With Ujai. you can hold a breath, you can, you can tighten up the throat so there's more resistance around the throat. So the sound is different. Maybe you want a deeper hum. Bet you just keep practicing. The breath and being still moving into stillness and if you guys don't know um, naima teaches a 20-minute meditation on sunday nights at six thirty, and it's really good And meditation is one of those things that um, you have to stay with. And you know what? Nothing happens for a while. You just sit there and it's like you're sitting in um, manure. And it's not fun. It's like, it's just not fun. But, you know, you keep bringing your attention to it and you're okay with that. You're just sitting in your own stuff. You know, your own resentments, fear, dialogues, narratives, conversations. And if you keep bringing your attention inward and you, you stay with it, and you keep bringing the light of awareness into that space where thoughts occur, it's kind of like the manure dries out and it becomes fertilizer and it doesn't smell anymore. Like you can actually sit with yourself. You don't wanna run from yourself. Just the thought of being still with ourselves scares people. That's why I wanna invite you to the meditation. I can tell you how many times I, you know, just teaching, opening a studio Especially Shiva Shakti out here in Northampton where I came in and, you know, there were two people in class and I didn't know what I was doing, but I stayed with it, you know, month after month. And I want to quit so bad. I want to burn the studio down. I used to tell Naima we could burn the studio down, but, you know, maybe kill somebody. So can't do that. But I was really thinking, how can I do this? How can I get out of this? But I was tied into it. So I just kept coming back and just being in that, that it was like hell but I was a yes for it and um, it developed me as a teacher and just stayed the course and little by little the light started coming in and I found my way and I'm doing that same work today five counts or so of just staying the course working with what I got Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the nothing's happening. It feels like I'm even regressing. And then one day, boom, It just the growth spread happens. And I'm glad. I'm like, you can count on growth. The universe wants you growing. Got to meditate though, because you'll only grow so far. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. We hold that side a little longer, did we? No? It's tough to to not narrate, not narrate the practice and not have conversations with yourself, but um, we're not trying to stop that we're just looking into the space and the more we shift our vision inward and we listen the more excavation there is relax your neck close your eyes and lean in let this be your morning meditation Just listening and feeling the changing flow of experience moment to moment. Be still. The form is not important. What's important is that you're still. It's difficult to be still in a form that's not aligned with gravity. Because then you just start feeling unnecessary pain and tension and then we want to fidget and we want to fix it this is the beauty of asana it gives us a seat to be still to practice being still and look if your eyelids move it makes a difference if you scratch it makes a huge difference it's not wrong it just doesn't work for what you want can you sense that when you're still And when you're listening, you become more expansive. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Do the other side. Flex your feet. Can you, you can do this if you let your feet go, dull, let ankles go dull, right? If you just like kind of, yeah, you, can you feel how that puts the knees at risk? If you flex your feet and you, you pull the top of each foot, the instep of each foot to the front of the shin, and you'll feel the um, ligaments and the tendons around the knees kind of engage Relax your neck. Any tension around the jaw you can let dissolve? Or the hands, hmm, the hands? And just know, right? Just know if, if you're moving around and fidgeting, just, just own it. It's not a big deal. Just be like, oh yeah, I see that. I can see I'm fidgeting and moving around. And there's no shame. It's just, okay, and now be still. It's just like that, that's, that's, his, that's the work. I promise you, if you keep working into stillness, something will reveal itself. Something that you've been looking for your whole life. It's right here, right now, right underneath your nose, but we're so busy. Be still and know. When you're still, you can pay attention. Sometimes when we're still, it's just, oh, heat rises up, anxiety rises up, anger, frustration, just the the desire to want to run. It's working. Can you see that? If that's coming up right now, it's working. Have the courage to sit in the fire. This is tapas work. It's not just sitting in, in a horse or holding a warrior two. It's not just that. It's being still and doing nothing. Dissolving into nothing. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Extend your legs in front of you. Seated forward bend. Lengthen your spine. Scoot your hips away from your heels. It feels good. There's a certain quality of um, connectedness when the chest is flat on the thighs. And you want to be a master of bringing the chest to the thighs and forward bends. Like making them one, like a, a chest and a thigh sandwich. Okay, sit up. Inverted tabletop. 5, 4, Ooh, we need this, the deltoids need this, 3, and lift your pelvis up, pelvis up, 2, bring your pelvis down, this is your moment for an inversion, you can do shoulder stand, headstand, stand, laying on your back waterfall with a block underneath your sacrum is really good, And then for, you, for some of you guys who wanna do shoulder stand, but you know, you're just not, you're not feeling it yet. It's, it's good to, you know, get the block out from the pelvis or, you know, you keep the block there and just lift the pelvis off the block and bring your knees to your forehead. You could do that. Maybe sometimes the knees don't go to the forehead and you're kind of like almost like in a pike, almost like in a pike where your, your hips are forward and you just kind of got your hips off the floor. You got your hands underneath your pelvis. What would be on the top of the pelvis, right? I found that in shoulder stand, I had to do a lot of work on strengthening my wrists. So my wrists didn't fold like they didn't um, down dog. It's just too much weight bearing on the wrist if I let my wrists go limp in shoulder stand. So you kind of got to push and make your wrists neutral and use your hands as a... Um, a lifting agent, almost. If you got your legs in the air, point your feet and curl your toes back. I'll tell you the articulation in the feet. It's one of these things that we have to keep coming back over and over and over. Develops amazing athleticism, embodying the feet. And we do a lot of work on our feet and bringing attention and to embodying the feet holistically, toe pads, the toe knuckles, the heels, the skin on the inner and outer ankles. You can take your knees to your forehead if you're in shoulder stand or plow or deaf man's, your call. We'll stay for like 30 seconds. So if you're in headstand, you can come down and do uh, Child's pose. It's a good counter pose for shoulder stand. Headstand uh, um, for headstand. Shoulder stand's a good counter pose for headstand too. Yeah, and sometimes you just do headstand and then um, deaf man's pose. You become an artist on completing your practice. When we're sensitive and awake, it, it's different every day. Well, the poses might be different, but the way we approach them and um, why we do the poses we do will be different most days. All right, take uh, anything out of the way. If you had a block or a strap or a water bottle, get it out of there. Bring your pelvis to the floor. Pull your knees in your body. Flex your feet. Bring the bottoms of your feet together, splay your knees apart, close your eyes. What a great uh, portal for a meditation practice. This is why I love Baptist Yoga so much, the asana, shavasana is required. Like this is a huge part of our practice, the asana of the corpse There's a very deep understanding in this pose. And understanding will come with stillness. It's not knowledge. Remember, this is an unlearning process. We're not here talking to ourselves. And if we are, we want to disrupt that. And how do you disrupt the narrative? Listen to the sounds that are coming onto your eardrums from outside your skin. the sounds inside your home. Listen. It's either you're listening to the sounds outside of your skin or you're locked into a conversation with yourself. You're lost in thought. Get out of there. It's just like that. Just so put your attention on listening. It's one of the most powerful tools you have. Listening. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go. Breathe in, empty out, roll over onto your right, sit up, and uh, just a thing, if you're going to unmute yourself, be mindful you don't have two um, appliances, two things going on at the same time, or it creates that nasty reverb, okay? You can unmute yourself. Not if you have two, though. <laughs> Bring your hands to your heart center. Sit up straight. One ohm. Uh... Bring your prayer hands to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say, Namaste. Good job, you guys. Fantastic. Good work. Good work. All right, go enjoy your Sunday, okay? Your Sunday of Jan- in January. Beautiful outside. Maybe go spend some time outside. Go get some water, get salt, be cool to people, and um. be grateful. That's all you got. So, see you soon, okay? Take care. Thank you.